Happy Tuesday. You know what it is. It's time for the Ludicrous Report, TLR. As always, it's your it's your favorite pop culture hour. We have so much to talk about, so much to dive into. My co-host has had quite the weekend. Uh, as always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Joey Carney, with me, the amazing, the beautiful Issa Diva Incarnate. How are you? How was your... Uh, your weekend. Speaking of pop culture, you can check out my co-host on Peacock. <laughs> Wait, was I on Peacock? You were. They streamed. They streamed it. Uh, right after. Oh, that's show. right. Because my mom also messaged me. And she's like, "I saw you," and I'm like, "How? You don't watch it? I thought it was only on like the socials. I didn't realize they had it on Peacock." Yeah, I thought the the originally they used to do it on YouTube. The first one, yeah, the last event. Um, this one exclusively on Peacock. So it kept it kept going after the rumble, basically. It, it ended for a little while. I think okay. it didn't start for like a half, almost almost like forty minutes after the show. Um, listen, listen. If you want but, some tea, we uh-oh. missed we missed the entire bloodline angle because as soon as they counted one, two, three on Roman and Kevin Owens, they came yeah. and got us to go to the press conference room. So we didn't really? get to see the biggest part of the show. Yeah. Oh man, you could have got like it, that. I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. That's wow. <laughs> It, it is what it is, right? We got to be on the presser. It was a great, exciting weekend. A lot of content, you guys. Cheap plug. Go find all of my social medias. You can see some of the interviews. I have a really, really fun video coming to my YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed because I'm, I'm very excited. It's one of the... I'm, you know when you have a project and you're super hyped about it? Yeah. This is just one of them. Hopefully, I'll have it up by today or tomorrow. But yeah, it was... I'm just tired. I haven't taken a day off, I think, since like January 5th. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I need one. <laughs> Yeah, I know this is really not a pro wrestling podcast. We we talk about pop culture stuff, but I mean, I was so happy watching that press conference because there was so many people that I knew who have been working their ass off to to be in a spot like that. You know, first, uh, obviously, Denise Salcedo was there. She was front row asking questions. You were there asking questions. Sean Ross Sapp always uh plug and fightful select there as <laughs> that was a little cheap yep. pop we got yep. ella j was there i mean it was so cool to see like especially for you being my co-host the hard work paying off so like kudos to you guys like kicking ass and really like it's like a like the women are taking over like yeah <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's so cool to see. And, I went uh, to the Royal Rumble last year. I appreciate that, Joey, because I, like you said, a lot of us work very hard. And I even sent I sent out a tweet shutting out Denise Salcedo and he got so much love. And, and you don't realize that people see it. People are paying attention to how much work, you know, we're yeah. putting out there. Denise and I have a lot in common, different backgrounds, different styles, but we have a lot in common in how we go to these shows, do it on our own, and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I the last year at the Royal Rumble media, I was the only woman. And I looked around the room this year. I was the only woman. I looked around the room this year and I was so proud to see like four or five of us there. I was like, okay, I like this a lot. So yeah, it's always, it's always a plus. It's just very, very exhausting. WWE took very good care of us, giving us media events to attend. And it was nonstop. It was a legit work trip. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, so many, so many things happened the entire week. And we saw Logan Paul uh, enter the Royal Rumble, a celebrity entrant. Wasn't Bad Bunny. No, but. it wasn't Bad Bunny. Did you see that he just to stay on topic here? They just signed him. Uh, they signed Prime as the official UFC drink. Crazy. That's this a big guy, deal. That's a really big deal. This guy is really taking over. I mean, 
all the stuff that he's doing, like with his podcast in general. Then he's got his boxing career. He signed to WWE last year, 2023, the first month of the year. He signs as the official uh, drink of the UFC. I mean, and that spot that he did at the Rumble with Ricochet is going to be replayed for years to come. It was incredible. Nobody can deny it. I am hoping. I know a lot of people are a little on the fence about it. I think Logan versus Seth will be a good match. The guy can go in the ring. And Seth is so good. I am. I would look forward to it, honestly. Seth is becoming more of a uh, pop culture superstar. I don't know if... I know we're we're talking pro wrestling, but yeah, he's becoming more mainstream, just like his wife Becky Lynch. Becky as well, mm-hmm. and I think that this a match with Logan is perfect for him because they both can go really well in the ring, and it'd just be a it'd be a fun match. Yeah, I think that the reason why WWE brings somebody like Logan Paul is to get that exposure. Yep. And you're really putting him in the ring against Roman Reigns to prove him to the hardcore wrestling fans that he can go, right? Yeah. So now let's use Logan Paul to what we're paying him money for, and that is getting pro wrestling over. You got to give him cool, newer stars. Not newer. I think Seth is a veteran in my book. But you got to give him stars that people might know but not be too sure about that are going to tune in just to watch Logan Paul in Hollywood. This, this is WrestleMania is going to feel like a extravagant. That's the thing. It's Hollywood. So I think putting him against Seth is, is awesome. And Seth can put it. Look at his match with Cody. It was like some of the things that was the most talked about at Mania. Nobody's talking about Roman versus Brock. So you don't have to have that main event title pick like, um, match to be what people talk about. But yeah. Logan Paul, like, it's, it's been impressive, everything that he's been able to do, even with all the controversy. Yeah. Because also, Rising above it. controversy this, this month, very proud of him because we reported on the whole crypto scam, very proud of him for owning it and apologizing. I know he came off defensive in the beginning, but he owned it. He apologized. Um, I know he donated a big chunk of money for the whole um, pig incident, which didn't even have anything to do with him. I yeah. just that on the show that you missed with Sean Rossap where I was like, he rehomed that pig. He's not the person that abandoned or called somebody to come pick it up. Yeah. So um, so overall, I'm, I'm happy with Logan Paul. I just, I was very shocked to see him. Like, I think it was the first thing I saw when I opened social media today was that picture with him and Dana White and UFC and I'm like, oh my god. Well, I saw that they were promoting, a, they, they posted a video over the last couple of days like a big announcement on Tuesday um, regarding Logan Paul in the UFC. And I was like, oh, wait, is he going to be fighting? Bro, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I and was honestly, like, he better not do us like that. <laughs> I think this is so much better because, like, he doesn't have to fight, but his name and face will be there. So kudos to him. And, you know, WrestleMania being in Hollywood this year, Logan Paul, faces like John Cena. I mean, it's really going to be like a like Hollywood versus WWE style entertainment i think it'll be great and i think the one thing they're missing is the rock but you know no it's bad it bunny it's bad bunny bad bunny and not only bad bunny you're right <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just wanted to before we continue on because we have lots of news to talk about just want to shout out everybody that's watching us live also want to remind everybody that you guys are more than welcome to donate a super chat to be read on the air we love to interact with you guys and don't forget yeah. to leave a thumbs up and subscribe absolutely and uh, speaking of Hollywood, I, I guess we could just jump into the first topic that we have here. Um, it's not really a topic. It's more, I don't know what you want to call it. But uh, Beyonce <laughs> was chased by a camel in Dubai. Fake news. 
<laughs> but my God. It says TMZ report. Get, <laughs> I know. I got a kick out of it. Oh, and I'm like, first of all, I start reading the replies. Yeah. This is a fake tweet, you guys. We are talking about a fake tweet that was like went viral yeah. on social media. And he, <laughs> the picture, the picture is incredible. But um, I saw yeah. it and I was, I believed it. And he said, TMC reports. I always visit TMC for research for what we do here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that would have popped up on like the first four or five things. So I searched Beyonce and I don't see anything. And I'm like, okay. They work me, you know, they, they, I work myself into this. But then I started reading the replies and I was like, no, no, no. We still got to talk about this because this tweet is just gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding a lot of stuff on Twitter that is just completely and utterly insane. And I think it's the funniest content. I don't know. I, you have to dive a little bit for it. But I mean, come on. This is like some of the replies I was reading before we started the show and do you see there there's also like a couple of like Instagram pages that do like crazy posts like this and they don't like fact check their posts. Yeah. I don't know if you caught it. If not, I will send it to you. But somebody sent it to me and there's a picture of remember the Becky Lynch mugshot? Yes. But they put it with like a crazy Florida woman headline and oh people actually God. believed it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's oh. a couple of wrestling fans in the comments going, guys, this is this is Becky Lynch. <laughs> He was like something she got arrested because somebody made her sushi wrong. Like it's like an insane story, but people are believing it. And then I'm like, yo, this is this is gold. But you have to watch out. Like I, I tell people all the time, the more the the learnings of the story is you cannot believe everything you see on social media. Like fact yeah. check, please. There was a I saw another tweet the other day and it was I can't remember. It was a wrestling, like a person, like I can't remember what it was, but it was like passing out and it was like, oh, this is what Pfizer vaccine did to my uncle. <laughs> it was like a clip from a from a raw episode and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a, a comment that says, what is this, On the Run 3 <laughs> from Beyonce? <laughs> no, there was one that says, uh, the person who hired the camel and it's a picture of Jay-Z. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> The picture is hysterical. Yes. They but did I, an awesome job putting this tweet together. I'm going to retweet it right now. Yeah. I don't want to spread fake news, but in case people are watching the show and they want, and they want to know what <laughs> we're talking about, news. I have just retweeted. Oh, man. <laughs> but I saw it and I'm like, I was like, okay, if this is true, we're going to spend the whole hour talking about this because I was like mind blown by it. And yeah. then, with it not being true, I still DM'd you, and I was like, I'm sorry. I still want to mention this, because it's just too funny not to. Beyonce chased by a camel after yeah. her performance in Dubai. You know what? Um, it's not an article or any any news that I found for the show. It just, it, honestly, I don't know why it just came up to, to, in my brain, because we're talking about like pop culture and Beyonce and, and, and artists like that. Uh, did you see what's going on with the, with the Jonas Brothers? They just uh they just got um the Hollywood Hall of Fame thing? Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm -hmm. They have a new album coming out. And it was so crazy because I watched like I saw a TikTok of them like giving a speech, um, like thanking everybody. And they all thank their wives and then they all thank their kids. And I'm thinking to myself, I feel so old. Oh my God. You just you just made me feel old when you said they all thank their kids. I'm like, Jesus, the Jonas brothers have kids now? All they were kids. Yes. I still thought they were kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm roughly I'm roughly the same age. I think they're a little bit older than me. Like a couple years, maybe a, a year or two older. 
Uh, but fun fact, I actually grew up in the same town as them in New Jersey. And I, oh, had, yeah. no, I had no idea. You didn't know? No idea. That's Until funny. later on. Yep. That's funny. Their, I, I uh, always felt that way about church. I felt that way about Bob Bunny. We're from the same hometown. Yeah, their dad ran the, the church in our town and uh wild, crazy. Didn't go to the same school or anything, I had no idea. But um That's insane. That's insane. You probably were buddies with them, not <laughs> right? Imagine this is my friend Nick. What's your last name? Jonas? What the hell? Well, I don't so here's a fun fact because my I asked my mom to find the records because yeah. my mom used to coach uh, baseball teams, like little kids little league baseball teams and i used to do the scoring for her so i was like benito baboni is a lot younger than me but when you do the math he would have been the age of the kids we were coaching at the time so i'm like mom imagine if he was one of the kids that either we coach or went against because he was local from that town we just divided it by neighborhoods right and my mom is going crazy because he did play baseball he talks about it so i'm like my mom is going crazy trying to find the records to see if he was like one of the kids that we coach and i'm like maybe you shouldn't find them because then I'm gonna feel really old if it was one of those little kids that I was like teaching them how to do the baseball scoring and all that. But I think about that, like how you said, maybe I went to school with them. I might have coached Bad Bunny in baseball and not even know it. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was just funny. I'll send you the TikTok after. But uh, Joe Jonas, I didn't realize that he's actually like really funny, and he's giving his speech and he's talking about he. he it's all serious, like I. Thank my two little ones at home. I guess he's, they have two kids now. And he goes, Sophie, like, what up, homie? That That's flat out what he said. She's sitting in front of her own, Everyone's laughing. He's like, I love you. And uh, what are you doing after this? Like, just like the funniest, like, you would not expect that to be in a, in a speech. But it was so weird seeing them all like grown adults thanking their wives, thanking their families, and then thanking their kids. I'm thinking to myself, holy hell. Isn't it funny how when we see someone, and I know you understand where I'm coming from with this, like you're watching them perform as singers. And in our case, what we do on our other gigs, like wrestling, and you watch their gimmicks, and sometimes you don't even like the gimmick or whatever, but then you get a chance to either see them in a different environment or interview them. There is so many superstars and talents that after I interview them and meet them in that, not on a wrestling show, that I'm like, oh, this person is going to forever be up here in my book now from the way they, from whether they're funny, the way they carry themselves, the way they treat Absolutely. you like it completely changes your mind because you're used to seeing one side of them you see the you character get to see a complete different side and you're like oh my god this person is awesome <laughs> you know and and that has happened to me a lot especially in the last year that i have really been like working really hard to get more interviews and do more interviews when i'm just like okay when i'm watching raw of course i'm going to tell you how i feel about that character but i can never yeah. talk about him negatively because of you know because of getting to know them and and just seeing the way that they are of course, no. It's it's powerful stuff. It's really mm-hmm. it's really like you get to know somebody and you see the the real side of them and or, or just even learn about it. To be honest, and it's just I don't know. It changes your whole your whole perspective. And I think that as we get older, that's one thing that I definitely see different in my life. Like just seeing people, you know, how they're portrayed on TV, whether it's wrestling or just a celebrity in general, and you get the, you get the chance to meet them in person. Uh, even if it's for you know a five minute conversation, whatever, just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and uh, speaking of, of of crazy stuff, I thought I we both kind of found you sent me this article and it was one I wanted to use as well. Um, 
Michael Jackson, there's a new, uh, I guess, a new like a movie that they're making on him. Um, and his nephew is actually going to be playing him in this movie. And it's crazy because if you look at the picture, yep, identical. Like it is insane. Like, you know, family members, obviously, like, you know, some look like each other, whatever. But you don't expect, like, when they're doing a movie like this of a celebrity, they're going to use their real family that looks identical to them. Crazy stuff. He, I saw the picture, and I really did think that was uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. It, there's, they didn't, they could have not made a better, a better choice. I'm not sure if his background is acting, but just the way that he looks, just I would I will see why somebody would say, hey, we'll pay for some coaching lessons if he doesn't act. But this is the guy that I want playing him. That's the first yeah. thing that I saw before I even read the headline was a picture of the picture. of the nephew and then a picture of like a younger Michael next to it. And that, that caught my eye. And then I read the headline and I'm like, oh, my God, I thought that was actually Michael. Like I thought it was going to be a, 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 a something about him, you know, like an article yeah. about him. I think this is like the right choice. I'm excited for this biopic. I feel that. Man, did you watch that the special that they did with the two kids? What's it called? Something about Neverland. I never watched it. Um, it was so bad, and it has been debunked. Yeah. So many of the things that they said, but there's always another side of the story that we're not going to get, you know, because Michael is no longer here. But to me, just I just want a biopic of his career because a yeah. lot of these things that happen, a lot of the controversies with Michael were just so she said, he said thing yeah. that a lot of times takes away from just, I mean, Michael Jackson is huge and what he did for the music industry. I, yeah. I give him full credit for the video, the music video. You know, people yeah. love watching those videos. I was so scared the trailer video growing up. <laughs> <laughs> My sister used to make me watch the end where he would turn around and his eyes would turn Not and I would yet. get so scared. But I I, I, I want to see what the biopic includes, but I'm so excited for it. Yeah. You know, I think we talked about this before, but a lot of people had the same issue with Elvis. Um, I actually had a friend who who... Recently, we were talking about the Elvis movie because of the Oscars and everything coming up. And she mentioned that, like, she's not a fan of Elvis because if you look back, Elvis dated Priscilla when she was 14 and he was in his 20s. Right, right. I I, I don't know how I feel about that because it wasn't different times, different generation. Um, You know, and if you look at certain cultures or societies, like arranged marriages, they happen younger. 14, 15, like there's just a lot of things that go into it that play into it. Um, it's such a, it's such a weird thing, but it's just like, if you're going to celebrate, like there are people that committed horrible crimes that I will say, Hey, do not do a biopic on this person or whatever. Right. But if you're going yep. to celebrate this person's career, I feel like maybe we should not talk about that. I don't know what the right approach is. Yeah. Stay to these things, right? It was, I think, it was called Finding Neverland, by the way. And if you go on YouTube and so many people debunking it, and and there's just a lot of controversy about how that came about, and, and so yeah. many things that were not truthful. But yeah, I don't, I don't. That doesn't take away from my enjoyment of Elvis and what he did for the music industry, right? I see it and I find it icky. But what, the one thing that I always gave him is that he kind of stayed. 
with her. This wasn't a guy that was just out there dating young girls all over the place. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> and I don't know if that makes a difference to some people or not, but this was it for him. That's who he stays. But in regards to Michael Jackson, like so many people have so many different feelings about him. And I remember slightly some of the things that happened, you know, during that era. I remember the press, like the presser that he did that I don't even know how he paid all these TV channels to stop showing just to do his you remember his like public yeah. statement? You probably don't remember, but I mean, everybody knows about it. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a sad story. I have fallen into the rabbit hole. Here I go with my yeah. YouTube rabbit holes. <laughs> what happened of what happened to Neverland. And it's yeah. very depressing to see it. I think somebody bought it and they're working on it now, but it's very depressing to see how it was left. And to me, that felt like it was probably one of his escapes, one of probably his favorite places. And it became probably such a haunted place for him that he just let it go and he didn't go back to it. And yeah. I guarantee you a lot of it has to do with all the accusations and having FBI and people stuff. I remember like we were talking about Lisa Marie Presley recently and I remember the videos of them walking around that beautiful ranch and all that so anyways I'm glad he's staying with the family the person that's going to be playing him especially because that's how Michael got started the Jackson 5 it was always in yes. the family it's always being a family thing so the fact that even the biopic is going to be kept in the family is awesome I would love to see his kids at least Paris Paris seems to be very like friendly with media and being public I would love to see yeah. her have some kind of role in the in the movie I agree. And that's kind of where I was going to go next. I would love to see, like you said, keeping it in the family, one of his kids, kids be involved somewhat in that movie. I think it'd be, I don't know, a, a nice touch, but man, like seeing the picture and seeing, uh, I believe his name is Jeff, J, Jafar, Jafar. I, I can't pronounce it. Don't even ask me because I can't pronounce it, but I'm not, I'm, I'm giving him my best shot. Um, <laughs> but he looked really similar to Michael. And yes. I think that it, it's just going to make it that much more special. I hope it's just about his career and the things that he's done. Because like you said, I want to know ever. if he's going to do the dance moves or if they're going to bring somebody else to do the dance moves. Because my favorite thing about Michael Jackson will forever be his dances, his dance moves. And that's going to be, that's where the challenge is. They found somebody yeah. that looked like him, but can you find somebody that can dance like him? Because they're still... Not a lot of people that can pull off some of those moves that Michael Jackson did. Well, in the article, there's a picture. I believe it's him dressed as mm -hmm. Michael, and he's kind of yeah. doing one of the dance moves with the hat. So it could be him. Did you ever see how Michael would do the leaning move for Smooth Michael? Criminal? How he did it? I'm not sure. Well, I, I used to dance, right? I went to, yeah. I took dance. I was obsessed with that move. And it, it, it was all an illusion. He had a thing on his shoes, and then the stage will have like a little screw where he would hook into, and that's how he was able to lean forward more, so much. Oh, that's, I get it. I was, I was like, to, I was like, to. I was sitting yeah. there at the studio trying to pull it off, falling on my face. Turns out he had, he, he, yep. he was protected that he was able to lean that. I mean, it still takes a lot to lean as far as he went, even if you just have some support so you don't fall on your face, but yeah. it was all, it was all an illusion. Yeah. Side story, and it's it might it may be the dumbest thing you anybody's ever heard. I remember in middle school, and this is probably a thing too with, with, with millennials as well. I remember in middle school, one of the cool things to do, like amongst the friends, was the moonwalk. Like if you could do the moonwalk, you were cool. You were so cool, yeah. And I remember that was another one that I had to master. <laughs> yep. 
And I remember everybody having these like conspiracy theories about the, the moonwalk. Like, oh, like when Michael did it, they would oil the stage or like put soap on the, some stupid stuff. And we used to practice doing the moonwalk all the time. I could probably do it like three or four steps. He no, had no. to have, I don't think they oiled the stage, but he had to have something in the sole of his shoes. Like I just told you, his yeah. shoes had the hook to to get into the yep. little thing for, because you can only do it. And, and I mean, my dancing was more ballroom dancing, so it's a lot different than this kind of dancing. But you can only, yeah. I could only do it for a certain amount of steps, like you just said before, you kind of like stop. And he could go on and on and on. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> I see a comment in the chat. Michael, uh, Chris Brown dances like Mike on his way to the bathroom. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse and everybody on the chat. That, that oh, popped man. me when I read it. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But uh, no, I, I'm excited. I love how they're doing all these biopics and these movies about uh, different, you know, different celebrities, different musicians. We saw recently with Elvis and look where that's gone. It's Oscar worthy now. I know they were making one about uh, Madonna. That was in the works. Um, and the you girl. You follow Madonna on TikTok? I don't. I, I saw. It's, it's I saw, disturbing. It's disturbing. It's, I think I think Madonna's going through it with, with refusing to age. I really do. And I, I, I listen. I get it. I think there's a lot more pressures on girls to yeah. accept to age than there is with guys. I personally think. The older a guys get, the sexier they get, but that's never the case yeah. with women. So I can't, I like, no, like nobody sees women that way. So I can understand it. But my God, I, I like when I saw um, a tweet that says something about Britney's and Madonna's TikTok, like scarred me for life. And I'm like, okay, let me go check it out because I don't follow her. Yeah. And I was like, I did not need to see that version of it. Like I love Madonna yeah. too much. I do not need her. Yeah. yeah I, I just... saw a TikTok of her and it was like all these weird. Uh, filters on it and her face was going back and forth and she had grills in her teeth and braids in yes. her hair and she, th making weird sounds and i was just confused as to what was going on. i didn't know it was her i thought it was maybe like a filter that she put on her face she doesn't even look the same she doesn't look the same she's got too much work uh, she done had way too much stuff. work done and there's only uh, there's only so much you can do to stop the process. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> once you, you start putting too much Botox to stop from aging, that then you just yeah. look so frozen and weird. And I, I, I feel. But how old is she? Because some of these. I was like, just gonna ask you that. That's funny. We were I'm, just on the same. I'm on it. I am on it. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know how old she is, but I'm gonna say 62. Okay, let me, I'm gonna say before I look it up. 61 because i i think we're in the ballpark yeah we're right? around that it's around that she is 64 years old all right oh my god madonna's like my mom's age that's disturbing yeah it's crazy and i just saw i, I didn't i didn't have a choice it was in my for you page uh <laughs> It was the it was her announcing her world tour and she was like sitting with a bunch of people and she was like making out with Jack Black and it was just <laughs> It's like it was hot when you made out with Britney twenty years ago, yeah. bro, but now it's no longer hot. It <laughs> so was Amy Schumer. in the chat says my Instagram both scare me once it's being seen. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> she did a whole thing, she was sitting around a table with a bunch of celebrities and Amy and they were playing Truth or Dare. And Amy, Amy Schumer was like, I dare you to go on a world tour with all your hits. And she's like, I'll do it. 
that was kind of her announcing the tour that she's going on. And Jack Black was there, and someone said, I dare you to make out with Jack Black. And she was like, her tongue was down his throat. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Okay, well, at least we know she's still the same old Madonna that she was back in the 80s. But yeah. Do you ever, do you ever watch the video that she posted? Of her son dancing when all the when all the protests was were going on and all that. No, I've never seen it. So like she posted a picture of her son dancing and it was like yeah. her way of like joining in the like the Black Lives Matter and all the protests. And yeah. it just ended up backfiring because everybody was like, Oh yeah, Madonna, that's gonna stop the police <laughs> from killing yeah. people. Your son dancing to end racism. <laughs> It was the best. It was so funny. Like sometimes celebrities are so like blind about the things that yep. they do or say that you're like, you really think that's gonna freaking help? Like, I get where you were going with that, but you completely failed. <laughs> what she's doing right now, and it's it's kind of like sad to say, but like what she's doing right now is like what's and, and it's not just her. I know other celebrities that do it too. They they go they continue doing like they don't have anybody around them to tell them like your time is done. What time are these people are surrounding? The they surround themselves with yes men and women because yeah. that's the, they pay these people to pretty much tell them, oh yeah, you're doing you're doing yeah. the right thing, and and it, it, it is sad. You know, you would think that maybe it's family sad. members. I feel family members should be the one yeah. to step in because you they're gonna hire the people that are gonna tell them exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. But when you're a mom, when you are, I mean. Considering her age, I don't know if she is or not. She could be a grandma, yeah. but I I don't know because like, am I not gonna tell you that when you say she's going on a world tour for two seconds, my brain say, oh my god, I gotta go to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because she has so many hits, like, and she brings me like the nostalgia listening to Madonna yeah. music. Is you know, <laughs> yeah, this world tour is gonna be just her hits. It's just a hits tour. Oh my god, stop! And, Why are you trying to tell yeah. me this ticket? Joey, yeah. come on. <laughs> and Samantha in the chat, she just wrote, let's be honest, though. We're talking about her. Absolutely. I mean, listen, that's, that's the thing. It's like, she's Are you ready for a good one? Point. Huh? Are you ready for a good one? Yeah. Do you know where she will not be coming on that world tour? It's Puerto Rico. Do you know that she's banned from performing in Puerto Rico? Really? She came here in a concert once. I went to it with my sister. I was very, very young. She grabbed the Puerto Rican flag and put it on her crotch and started rubbing it back and forth. And they decided they don't want her here no more. Wow. This was back in her pointy bras. Madonna yeah. is out there days. But yeah, they don't want her in Puerto Rico. I have to travel if I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to come to New York for a few weeks. just to. Hey, uh... we, can have, we can have a coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, she's just, I don't know. Like, I wasn't, like, a fan of her. Like, I think she was before my generation. Like, I think, I don't know, maybe a little before. You calling and me old? You calling me old, no, bro? No, I mean, listen, everybody has their thing. You should <laughs> like Madonna. I, you know who I love and was way before my time? And this is one guy, one celebrity that I can say he can never stop because he's just still good and he gets better with age. Uh, Billy Joel. Oh, 1000%. He's, he's, he's what timeless. Timeless is the world. He is timeless. For. I saw him a few years ago in Madison Square Garden. Um, he's, oh, done, yeah. Like, he's like a he, hundred shows in there already. Like, this guy's 
his msg shows are legendary but there are a couple of people that i feel like it doesn't matter how old you are their music hit and it's just like frank sinatra johnny cash there's a handful of people that their music is gonna hit and you're gonna jam to it and you're gonna like one of my favorite things in the whole wide world is getting drunk here we go (laughs) getting (laughs) drunk in vegas and going in front of the villaggio and seeing the the fountains dance to some frank sinatra music there's no better vibe than that (laughs) you know you know who's another one that i can now i can say like you know what Right off into the sunset, uh, Bon Jovi. Oh, I saw him. I saw a video man. of him. Go on TikTok after and look up Bon Jovi. He's 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 still doing shows. Okay. And his voice sounds like someone ripped his vocal cords out. And no, don't say that. He's like, like it does, <laughs> not, it does not sound like Bon Jovi, and it's sad. And he's still going out doing shows. And I'm like, these are the things that like. It may be harsh, but these are the things to me that kill. Like they start to, they start to put a negative effect on your legacy. Like right, right. Like when people we talk about it all the time, when we yeah. wrestlers, when they don't wrestling. retire, exactly. when they need to retire, and they yeah. like, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I have not been checking up on Bon Jovi. I'm gonna because now you just yeah. put me on that. But I do like him. Like I will yeah. listen. I mean, you know, I'm more of a hip hop kind of person. But I listen. My yeah. playlist is full of everything. Oh, and exactly. there is a little Bon Jovi in there as well. You know who doesn't you have? Know. Okay, who doesn't have living like a prayer? Living on a prayer in, in yeah. their playlist. Come on, no cap. Everybody has. It. Yeah, you know who's actually going on a farewell tour right now or soon? Oh. Uh, Run DMC. They're going on. A, they're doing a little tour. Oh my god! I need to go. <laughs> and then it's gonna be if that's like a retirement tour, like they're 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 done after this. No. So, yeah, I love but, but listen, they they're they've been around for a hundred years now. You know, like come on, <laughs> they're still good. But also, also timeless. There's a lot of Rum DMC songs that you could put on today, and you can still jam to it. Like whether they like they came out today, and they're like twenty years old, thirty yep. years old. I don't even know how old these songs are, but yeah, come on. Come on, that's yeah, oh man! Now you got me all emotional. Now I want to go to that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, and it, you know it it brings a nostalgia factor in. You know, even with Madonna, we you you know you're gonna go to that show, and you're gonna have the time of your life. Maybe she's singing, maybe she's lip singing. She's holding on to a cane while she's dancing. Who knows? Yeah, but you know, gonna- to- did you say she's gonna hang on to a cane? Stop. <laughs> You know you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. I'll be this is a crazy old. thing that just popped. I don't know. I'm, this whole show, I've been having weird things pop in my head. You know who okay. just uh, one of my favorite TV actresses of all time? She might be my favorite. Uh, oh. Marishka Haggerty. Okay. Uh, Hargate from uh, from Law and Order. Mm-hmm. She had a birthday last week or so, mm-hmm. and uh, she's been on Law and Order forever. Yeah, you know, how, you know how old she turned? How old? Fifty nine. No. Yep. Oh my god! Well, well Oprah just turned sixty nine. That, that's the sex number. But she just turned sixty nine. Sex number. I love how no matter how old you get, no, that joke. You, that will, you just that will to, you cannot joke. say the number without. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's so funny because I, I I turn on you know like USA Network during the day sometimes, and there's Law and Order episodes on, and she's in her twenties in that show. 
And it was yep. mind like I'm, I don't know. The whole the whole point of this show today is time is flying by. But have you noticed the women that and, and no no shade on anybody. I have nothing yeah. against getting work done or whatever. But have you noticed? Because also the other day somebody was talking about Angela Bassett, who I think is still a ten, and she's sixty yeah. something too. And I noticed that the women with the least amount of work done, at least on their faces, are the ones that are aging the best. Yep. Or a lot of them will start getting the Botox at the right time, right? The problem yeah. that we're having today is that women are starting to get Botox in their 20s when this is supposed to like, prevent wrinkling and all that. So by the time you start yeah. wrinkling, you and then once you start getting it, you have to keep up with it, right? So I feel like if you start getting it at the right age, then you don't, you don't look like Madonna does now, you exactly. know? But I do think that a lot of the women that I see that are aging like beautifully and you will never be able to tell their age are the ones that are staying natural. Like, I don't, you know, whatever you do, you whatever makes you happy, right? Jennifer Aniston. I don't uh, know. Jennifer Lopez natural, is but... on her fifties, and she's yeah. stunning. Listen, I don't know if they're natural, but it would be hard to tell if they weren't. But there's That's a the way thing. to also like cure your lines and all that without looking yeah. like you had. Like, there's like this. Okay, my dog is very angry right now. Uh, there's like a stigma that, like, I don't know, everybody now looks the same. The way that the work that people are getting done is like the big lips and the fillers and this, like, everybody looks the same. We're not designed to look the same. Yeah, it's a trend. It's a trend. But, Sorry, uh, I'm arguing with my dog. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Staying on a uh, trend, and I know it's a bad transition, but we're talking about musicians. We're talking about people uh, who just should go away. And, uh, you know, there's an article here that we found uh, about R. Kelly. And, uh, bro, when I found that, I was so mad. Crazy. Like, like insane. How? That's, that's, let me read off, let me read the title of the article so people watching can, can hear it. But, uh, it says R. Kelly won't face state charges in Illinois following, uh, the federal convictions. That he had with those with those rapes and right all the crazy stuff that he was found doing. Um, this guy is an this guy is. And he got found animal. guilty in a federal court. Like, how can they? I I don't understand. <laughs> it, I don't understand. You know, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Um, and a lot of people were like. Celebrate because it took forever to put him away. R. Kelly has been out there with allegations for a long time. Remember when the long movie time. came, like when the when the tapes were leaked, the person in that yep. tape was underage, and then the whole thing came out. Surviving R. Kelly, where he was keeping these girls hostage, and like there's a lot of really really wrong thing that this guy has done, and the fact that somebody would like come now and he might possibly be free after we were all not celebrating, but at least yeah. felt like justice was served. It's horrible. Yeah, he he was serving a a thirty year, a thirty year sentence um, in New York, but I mean this is just this is just insane. Like I was reading the article earlier, and how like like it just I mean, it it shows that there are cracks in our justice system. Um, yeah, but we all know that, and I wonder if this is a yeah. money thing too. Do you pay your way into getting these charges dropped? You never know. It's gotta be. It's it always comes down to money somehow. Um, but I mean, this is just one of those. I don't know. This is just, I, I, I want to spend as little time as possible talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. We can deserve we, it. But I mean, from it. but it was just upsetting and, and it was all over the news. So we figured we just bring it up. Yeah. It was one of those things where we had to discuss. But this guy is just, he, he, he's, 
he's trash to me. And like, you know, he's had some great hits, great songs. And I know we talked about before, like with Michael Jackson, for example, like people who had great careers and, and, and went on and, and did some, you know, crazy, horrible things or whatnot. This is one guy that you can't. Now, let me ask you something, because you see Shatown, obviously, you know, hometown yeah. in, the sh in the chat saying he's never getting out of jail. He's just not facing charges in Chicago. I do understand that. And yeah. I sometimes I'll be, because, you know, I'm into true crime. We established that here. I've yeah. been watching these shows and I see people get sentenced to all of these years. And sometimes I wonder, is it a point to give him these three consecutive, like, life sentences? But a lot of times, yes, I want this person to be found guilty of everything that they've done everywhere yeah. that they've done. Them. You know what I mean? It's the point. The point of it. Yep, it, it's it's one hundred percent the the point. Um, if they if they did something that all right, they're not going to be charged with it, but they'll get time. No, it they should be it should go on record saying they were charged with this because they did this, and the time that they serve or whatnot is the punishment, and that's how it should be regardless. Do you um, remember when he came out uh, with those closet videos that it was like a movie series? This guy is a nut job. He's a nut. And job. all the memes that came out of that. He he should be behind bars. He should have been behind bars a long time ago. Um, and then he went out and did those interviews, and he acted like a crazy person. Like, this guy is just. He acted like the victims. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anyways, that's all. Apparently, it's just on the state of Illinois, which it doesn't yeah. matter. I just hope that we just never have to see him again, and we don't even need to. Spend any more time talking about it. I'd rather talk about Madonna's TikTok than our right? <laughs> Agreed. Um, but the last article we have for today, um, for all those listening and watching, you saw it in the title. Uh, Mr. Beast is in the news, something that you rarely see happen. Um, and this one is a little strange because I saw when the video was posted. I didn't watch it, but I saw the title and I thought to myself, man... I don't know about that. It's not. Okay. I, I am, you know, I'm a YouTube nerd, right? Yeah. So, of course, I, I've been subscribed to. It's really funny because I have a lot of respect for Mr. Beast and what he does. Absolutely. I also have been subscribed to Mr. Beast since the PewDiePie versus T Series thing uh, when he came out with the video and made everybody yeah. subscribe to PewDiePie. And he had 100,000 subscribers then. Like, to me, it's insane that this man, not only Crazy. he surpassed PewDiePie, he was like the head of the campaign to keep PewDiePie as the number one YouTuber. And now he surpassed him by like 20 million. PewDiePie is at 111 million subscribers. Also, the fact that you have that many people watching you is crazy. Yeah. So, okay, I might be a little biased, but I'm a big fan of the individual YouTubers, not big corporations being the yeah. people that run YouTube, right? So the video is very wholesome. He went around the world, not just in the United States, and he provided this surgery. And some of them, he gave, he gifted this guy a, a car. He gifted somebody else $50,000 for college. Like, you know you know how yeah. Mr. Beast does his videos. Of course. When you look at the YouTube comment section, it's very positive. But when you go on Twitter, there's a lot of negativity around it. But I personally feel... And for those of you watching, the video is I cure a thousand people's blindness. It's, it's people yep. that have this condition that is a very easy surgery, but unfortunately, because of our healthcare situation in the States and America, it's impossible for them to get any other places in the world. Yeah. So he provided the, the, the surgery for some people and people were able to see again. Some people have never even been able to see. Some of them lost their vision over time, etc. Yeah. So I feel like the stand that people are taking shouldn't be against Mr. Beast. It should be against our 
our healthcare system. Yeah. And people, of course, are now turning it into, oh, he's doing this for views. And even Mr. Beast had to come out with a tweet where he's like, okay, use your money for good. I do that. And now people hate me for it because I'm, I'm plugging in my brand. There's no sponsors. There's no, make sure you check this out. No, it's just him yeah. doing the beginning. I mean, I, I don't know how, where the controversy should be directed towards. Is he doing yeah. this just for views or is this a more of our healthcare system? I yeah. think once you hit a certain amount of subscribers, you don't have to try to get views anymore. Yeah. Mr. Beast could sit down and count from one to a million on a video and he's going to have like 50 million views on it. I don't, I personally don't think that he's doing it for views at this point. I don't think, call me crazy. What do you think? Here's the thing. Anybody that makes a video, the number one thing is to get views. That, that it, it plain and simple, you know, like when, when you or I go to do a wrestling interview, we want bigger names. Why? Because the bigger names get more views. It, it's, it's, it's common sense in regards to YouTube. So of course I believe that Mr. Beast, regardless of what he does, he's going to find stuff that obviously brings views, which at this point, like you said, anything he does brings views. But I also think at this point now, because he's almost he's bigger than YouTube at this point. He's bigger than a lot he of really is. He's bigger than a lot of platforms, you know, that you can watch shows on. You know, like this is just this has never been done before. It's never been heard of. Like this is what he's doing is just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, this video has, by the record, 64 million views in yeah. two days. People yeah. make fun of AEW for not getting a million viewers. We're yeah. talking 64 million views yeah. in two freaking days. This guy puts out, I remember his YouTube schedule before. He was putting out video after video. Now it's he's down to like one a month um, because of the, the style of the, the type of videos. This guy puts in over $500,000 to a couple million, whatever, to film these videos. Um, he makes it all think, back, though. He makes it you know, back. in my mind, because this is how I would do it. If I was in his position and I'm doing these videos, you want to bring, obviously, people look to bring controversy, but good controversy. Obviously, there's people who want to bring bad controversy and stir shit up because they want, you know, whatever, clout. But in this case, I think that he was doing it to be of service, to help people. Um, you're always going to, we live in a society today where there's always going it, to, it's not black and white anymore. Um, there's no yes, no, wrong or right. There's a hundred million different opinions and, and, and right. truths behind you're it. You're never going to please everyone. And when exactly. you decide that you're going to be a public figure, whether you're Mr. Beast with 130 million subscribers or somebody that just opened their channel yeah. and has two subscribers, you have to be ready to know that you're not going to please everyone yep. and that you're not for everyone. A lot of people always ask me, what would be the biggest advice that you give me if I want to start? That's the biggest advice. Be ready to not be for everyone. Your yep. content is not going to be liked by everyone and you have to be okay yep. with that because I don't like everybody's content. So why would I expect everybody to like what I put out. Yep. Be yourself and make the content. So you imagine, want to 
Right. So imagine having that at the scale of, a, of somebody that has 130 million yeah. subscribers. You know, he has people that just hate watching. Let's just start with that. Everybody has yeah. people that just tune in to hate watching and, and yeah. criticize what you're doing. 100%. I cannot imagine. We talk about the level of fame that somebody like the Kardashians have. It's the same thing here with somebody that started as a good old content creator like you yeah. and I sitting on our smaller apartments trying to make it on YouTube and now became the biggest face of YouTube. He's oh, he's always going to have criticism. Yep. I think it should be for the healthcare system. People should be yeah. able to get these things. Healthcare should be available to us. And if there's somebody out there that wants to help people because we don't have the right to have our health taken care of, yeah. then more power to him. You know, like I just don't understand why people are directing it to him. Yeah. His tweet that he tweeted 21 hours ago says, Twitter, rich people should help others with their money. Me. Okay, I'll use my money to help people. And I promise to give it all away before I die. Every single penny. Now everybody thinks I'm bad. Yep. Decide what you want people That's to do. That's crazy. The, 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 uh, the title of the article that we found for the show says, Mr. Beast says he's raising awareness over preventable blindness. Others smell yet another stunt. A stunt for what? This guy's already at the top of the top. Like, where else can he go? Another thing, if you look at his feed, which I have it pulled up right now, the video that he put out before that, which was a month ago, like you say, he slowed down a lot, is I survived 50 hours in Antarctica. That's a stunt. That's a stunt. Yeah. Helping people cure blindness is not a stunt. It's yep. not. And I get that some people, I, I, if he, if this guy is doing this on video, I can't imagine the charity or the money that he's putting towards goodness outside yeah. of videos. Because that's just the guy that I feel like he is. Yep. So it's like, yeah, every once in a while he's going to want to document it. But I guarantee you he's also doing a lot of things behind the scenes. There's a lot of people yeah. that can donate to causes like anonymously. Like you, you never know what he's even doing outside of this or, you know, but I just don't see it as a stunt. Antarctica, I, uh, you know, those videos that he does, like I'm going to pay $10,000 yeah. to the last person touching this wall. Like those videos are a stunt. I didn't <laughs> feel like this was a stunt. He did one a few a few months ago where it was like I stayed in the cheapest hotel in the world and the yes. most expensive one. And like those are stunts, obviously. And those are like things that like but like those are things that I like it's interesting to me. Just like surviving fifty hours, whatever. Did you whatever watch was. his hung uh did you watch his oh my god, the game one that he did? What was the the Netflix series? What was it called? It, uh Squid Games, right? Did you watch his YouTuber Squid I, Games? I didn't watch it. The last one I watched So good. <laughs> The last one I watched was the plane one that he did, where it was like you can't take your hand yeah. off the plane, and whoever's yeah. the last one like standing gets the plane. Obviously, those those are all like stunts and things like that. But people like want to see crazy stuff that they've never seen before. But like like you said, you have his feed uh, pulled up. Do you, what's yeah. the what's the title of the of the blindness video? Like what's the, the title? One thousand blind people see for the first time. See. That title, I think, is the problem because it can come off as like uh, clickbait. I just i i feel like I feel like once you get to a certain level on YouTube, I do think yeah. I do see your point. You're gonna do yeah. it for views. He spent a lot of money, and he has to make sure this money is made back on these of videos. Course. That's like a lot of people don't understand th that aspect of it. You yeah. have to budget when you make videos that you invest in. You have to budget so yeah. that you make that money back, right? But I don't think 
I think that there are certain creators on YouTube that can put whatever they want as far as content, title, and thumbnail, and they're gonna get the views. Like I don't feel yeah. like it's clickbait. Like if you put that title on a on somebody that has a thousand subscribers, clickbait. Yeah. If Mr. Yeah. Beast uses it, I don't see it as clickbait. Yeah. Another thing that I have to bring up here is I like what he does, but he's not the content creator for me. Mr. Beast is one thousand percent for kids. He does the screaming, the loud, like I'm gonna die. Like, I don't things. like it. Oh, Every once in a while, I'll watch it because he'll do something that's so outrageous. And you're like, how is this guy doing these things? Yep. But he is not targeted for us. Therefore, maybe he's trying to show people do good. Like, because if you look at his viewerships, it's a lot of kids. So why not start teaching kids that are not even watching yep. TV anymore? All they watch is YouTube. Hey, if you are ever in the position to help others, do it. Help. Exactly. I wouldn't mind if I had a kid or if my nephews, my little cousins are telling me that they look up to Jimmy, Mr. Beast. Yep. I wouldn't say that's the worst thing in the world. I think he's legitimately a good dude. And I've seen a lot of the things that I take from him in my YouTube nerdness is I see him in so many podcasts and so many interviews. And the way that he sees YouTube is he is a genius. Like genius. he talks about how the thumbnail is the most important thing to him. Yep. Because sometimes they make the thumbnails and they make the video around the thumbnails. The ideas come from thumbnails. Like he said, that's that's where that's where it's at. That's where people will click. And yep. it's like it's amazing to me that he'll sit there and talk with smaller creators and give them all of his secrets and all of these yep. tips. When I'm like, what are you doing, Mr. Beast? Don't tell us what to do as I'm writing down notes, you know? <laughs> well, shout out, shout out to our show's editor, Rob, because our thumbnail for this show is genius. Is <laughs> The best one I think we've had so far. So shout out to Rob. That that was that is a I don't know. I, I saw this. it. I saw it, and I had a big pop. I was like, "Yo, yeah. Joey, did you see this thumbnail?" <laughs> yeah, but no. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. I'm a big fan of YouTubers running YouTube and not big yeah. corporations. I was a big part of the. I still have a hat. I can go grab it. The subscribe to PewDiePie hat. Like I was such yeah. into that movement because I didn't want a corporation to surpass PewDiePie because yep. to me, YouTube should still be what you and I are doing right now. Just two people. Exactly. It was, remember, it was like the first motto was broadcast yourself. It was for us to come out and be creative. And yeah. a lot of times, YouTube doesn't feel that way. And that's something that I might not even like about Mr. Beast. His videos are so overproduced that I'm like, this is a TV show. I don't watch YouTube to watch this kind of production, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, uh, it's something else. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I, the healthcare I, system should be better, and that's all. I'll leave it at that. Well, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because I did see, uh, I don't know if you saw him on Mr. Beast's Twitter, but he did, he did tweet out something along the lines of, like, would you vote for me if I ran for president? And now he's kind of, he's, he's kind of attacking these issues that can be seen as political issues, healthcare, whatnot. So maybe this is like, maybe he's building his campaign. Yeah. Maybe this is all part of something much greater, which with him, we know he's a genius. It most likely is part of something bigger. Mm -hmm. uh, regardless, it's like you can either watch it and support him or just skip over it. Like there's no, it's not going to change your life. When I first saw the title of the video, I was like, huh, what does that mean? Like, Thousand people can see for the first time, but again, I didn't watch the video, but I'm seeing everything come out about it. There's yeah. a big difference as you know him, you know, helping people, or as him doing something as a as a stunt. I can't see helping people see for the first time be a stunt. 
I see it as I see it as he's helping people, and I also see it as at this point, and I don't feel this about just with YouTubers. I feel like about in general, we're always going to find something to dislike about something. Of course, you of know, course. like people could do like everything perfectly, and and that just relates to music, movies, wrestling. Like I saw people criticizing how the Royal Rumble ended, and I was like, that was like the best thing WWE has put out in forever. Oh. Are you criticizing oh. this? Like, there's always like at this point, sometimes I feel like people just critique just to have something to hate like there's yeah. nothing wrong here why are we well, look we just spent 15 minutes talking about it i don't think there's anything wrong with what he did outside of the fact that yes these people should be able to get the surgery but they can't because that's not something that we have yeah. that is available to us people find it uncomfortable when there's nothing to complain about oh that's a quote right there joey because it's true <laughs> i'm putting it on a shirt <laughs> <laughs> like it, think about it. When when there's a debate or something and everybody agrees, like it's uncomfortable. There's an awkward silence. There's nothing to talk about. But when there is something, some you, you're always looking for something to dislike because yeah. that's the thing that you can talk about. That's the thing you can debate about. So it just it gets uncomfortable when there's nothing. And I think that people are always they're always looking for it's it's so much easier to find something you don't like mm -hmm. than there is to find something you like. And or to give or to give praise and that's the thing yes. even on youtube now if you make a video criticizing it you're gonna get a lot of hits then you're saying if you put on a video right now right and i'll give you an example because of what we did if you go on your channel and you said i hated the royal rumble i guarantee you're gonna get three times the views that if you put i really enjoyed the 2023 royal rumble yep. because that's what people want. they want to complain they want to hate what what a bit and that's yep. just, <laughs> we live in a society <laughs> 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 no, I like, I use my YouTube channel. Like you see me pop into your streams every once yeah. in a while. I always say, "Hey, you know, uh, I, I always love your stuff. You know, good job, keep going." I oh, when I when I watch other you know podcasters' videos, I'll always write like, "Love this video, like keep it up." Like being more of a positive reinforcement because mm -hmm. we need I, more I of that. I can't see I can't see myself ever writing on someone's video like. Oh, I hated this. Or I don't like this. I know what it takes to. I know what it go. What, like what you go through to, and you know the same thing to yeah. to do an interview or be in a video, edit, produce, post. I um, and it, it sometimes really screws up my algorithm. But I am the kind of person to, if I click on something that showed up on my recommended. I'll subscribe even if I don't know what it yeah. is just because I know that helps. I'll give it a thumbs up. I need to get better at commenting on everything that I watch. Good job, Roman. I need to get better <laughs> at commenting on everything that I watch, but I will subscribe even if I don't know if in the first time I'm running into a video because I, I personally look at my numbers and I see some, how many non-subscribed people are watching me and I'm like, come on, it's just a simple click. Like, yeah. please, you know? So I'm a big fan of YouTube. I'm a big fan of what we do and I know what it takes to grow a channel to like yep. keep an audience and I, I give everybody that does it props. So that's why even just going into this, I told you I'm going to be biased. But what Mr. Beast has done is just, he's just going to be a once in a YouTube story. I don't think anybody's going to be yeah. able to outdo him. And in, in terms of that, nobody's done this before. And the chances of them doing it again. Slim, slim to none. none because people are not even watching youtube like they used to now i saw somebody like they were commenting about how nobody watches youtube anymore i think it was like jeffree star i'm like i don't think that's true i consume more youtube than anything i'm still a yeah. big fan of youtube but i do think that now people the reels and the shorts and tiktoks that's what's really taking yeah. off the shorter content 
I do think that's a trend. I think it will go away. I still would rather. The one thing that I like is videos that I don't have to be looking at my phone because I use YouTube as background noise. I'll yep. be cleaning the house with, with a good video playing, whatever. Yep. So I hate when people will do the, the put a screen that you have to read or all that. I'm like, come on, don't do this to me. I'm going to go run, find my phone so that I can read what I miss. But yeah, I, I do think that people will go back to watching longer term content yeah i do think even even mr visa is is lowering his videos to like 15 minutes eight minutes eight to yeah. 15 minutes seems to be the sweet spot on youtube yep um but i do think we'll go back to watching long content and, and that proves that with streams i stream almost every day and my viewership stays pretty steady throughout yeah. it so people will watch three hours if they're entertaining yeah. uh but i i don't think that youtube is gonna go away no. i don't know that people will be able to do what mr beast did. Like, I don't know that we'll see yeah. that, I, at least not in my time as, as being here on this web. I spend a lot of, I spend a lot of time researching like the back end work and how all this yeah. stuff works and all that stuff. And basically YouTube is trying to do what TikTok is doing, obviously shorter form videos, right. with shorts. If you go on YouTube, the first thing that comes up are shorts. TikTok is now trying to do longer form video, right? And you can now turn your screen sideways to mm-hmm. watch full length videos, longer videos. They're doing SEO, trending yeah. trending words. You can actually look up on TikTok now, like a search, a search engine. Yeah. They outdid YouTube in 2022, uh, not YouTube, Google is, yeah. in 2022 in searches. It's and crazy how many people are of, using TikTok right now. Crazy. They're all doing the same thing. So I think once the trend stops of the short term, we'll see on TikTok longer form videos be more of a trend therefore on youtube the videos we'll go will be back long. to yeah. yeah i'm a big fan of youtube recognizing that if you want to like overtake tiktok with your shorts now we can monetize them i didn't pay attention yeah. to shorts for the longest time because i'm like okay i gotta edit a clip or film yeah. a separate clip when i'm long ways because you know how yep. the format is if i clip something from my streams it doesn't look right when i go to edit it as a short right but they weren't monetized and i'm like why am i spending this extra 10 50 minutes of my time editing a short yep. to upload it when i get nothing out of it it does well with the views because people find them Yes. But you don't even get a subscribe because the, the thing about it is you got to think about it. People, it keeps playing and you go to the next one, you go to the next one. So people are yeah. not going to subscribe from a short. Yeah. Now that they're monetized, I actually made it a point this week to start posting daily shorts again for my channel or yeah. maybe create a short. I think a lot of people creating just shorts channels, Yeah, but I just don't have the time to manage two channels right now. But yeah, I think that YouTube... They also understand that I feel like out of all these platforms that you can monetize, I think YouTube is the better one, even though they still take a big chunk of our money. Yeah. They pay a lot better than TikTok. TikTok. Absolutely. Oh my God. TikTok pays like crap. Like that's why I tell people, I'm like, if you're going to try to get monetized, I mean, TikTok, you can go viral faster, yeah. but make money. That's not where it's at. Yeah. So I think TikTok, what, what their, what their whole system is, I think it's uh like two, I don't know. I think, I know the correlation was 20 million views is $20 or no, 1 million views is $20 in the creator fund. Yeah. It is pretty hard to get a million views on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's not as much as it, it's not as hard as it was, but it's still hard to do those kind of numbers. Yeah. I watched this make girl. $20 for a million views. I watched this creator here on YouTube. Her name is Swell Entertainment. And she does yeah. a lot of reviews. She attends like YouTube influencers events. Like she talks about a variety. She's a commentary channel, right? Yeah. 
And she does one thing that I respect so much of her because I could never do it, but she sits there every year and she'll give you her financial review. She'll tell you what she made. And I believe, actually, let me see. I have her. She's on my recommended right now. She's at 347,000 subscribers right now, right? And when she explained her years, her net profit from YouTube last year was $140,000, which props to you, girl. Yeah. But I'm talking about somebody with 347,000 subscribers on YouTube. You know how much she made on TikTok? $300. she made on YouTube, $300 on TikTok. But she says she understands that it's easier to go viral. So you use TikTok to get more eyes on you. So people come find you on YouTube. People come. So you have to know which platform and how to use it. You know, Instagram, I think is a great platform to find sponsors. I think if you post, like, I also don't think Instagram monetization is all that great. I think I, I, I really do think that, that YouTube is the best one. I think so too. I've kind of tested the waters in all of them and I've seen, uh, I've had quick growth on TikTok, but mm-hmm. YouTube as well. I'm seeing now like TikTok is, I think my favorite place for, for monetization, but for a lot of other things too, it just, I, I we know. should do a whole last, I'm sorry, a whole show about <laughs> this because I, I just like the algorithm in TikTok is so tricky. Like I'll go and post something that I think is a hit and you get shadow banned and then you post something that you're like, okay, let me put this up just to put it up. And that's what you end up getting views and like comments on. And I'm like, how does this work? Because I know like if you look up, there are facts of what time you post on Instagram will make a difference. Like there's a lot of things like people don't think about that but you if we're, yeah. when you're using it as a content creator you have to think of all that you cannot just post this random thing at a random time you have to think of the time who's gonna see it who's not gonna see it blah 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 but yeah i i wish tiktok would get better with their payment process yeah but i do think tiktok help us get more people come find us at different platforms so let me give let me tell you a funny story because to me this is this is freaking wild um, and I, and I told people this the other day and they were, they were like dumbfounded because they couldn't believe it. I made a, I made a TikTok a few weeks, probably about a month ago, um, about, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for anybody listening and watching wrestling reference, um, two, two professional wrestlers from WWE. I made a TikTok about them too. Um, it did pretty well. And then over like the month, I think it went to like. 600,000 views, right? Monday morning, this Monday, I woke up, I went on TikTok. I had nearly almost 2,000 new followers. My video went over a million views. Why? This, This video was posted over a month ago. Because of how the Royal Rumble ended, this was what was trending on TikTok. So the video went back into the For You page. I had one, and that just happened to me too. I'm trying to find it right now. Wild to me. I had, do you remember when, was it for WrestleMania? Yeah, I think it was for WrestleMania when WWE created the duo disc with your favorite superstar. Yes, I did. And I did a, I did a, I did a super (laughs) funny one with Roman Reigns. Yeah. And, it went viral at first and then it completely slowed down, right? Yeah. And the next thing I know, when Roman opened his TikTok, it started getting a bunch of likes again. And I'm like, people are either searching Roman Reigns or, you know, it's going back on the For You page. Like, it's so funny that a lot of times your older content will go viral based yeah. on 
on something that happens. And that, I do like that about TikTok. Yeah. Like, so you can surprisingly, like, sometimes I open it and I see something from months ago that, that get likes. And I'm like, how did this happen? And it's just being put on people's For You page. Because I do think they have a very good algorithm. Yeah. With YouTube, they do very good in my For You recommended whatever it's all a for you page right but every once in a while they'll throw a video in there and i'm like why are you suggesting this to me like what i don't everything that i like yeah. gave you the impression that i want to watch this video where with tiktok that's why it's so addictive because they really get to know you and you can yeah. scroll and scroll for hours because they give you the content that you really want to see and i appreciate yeah. that about their algorithm no i i i'm starting to enjoy tiktok more um as they they, they change their, their stuff daily and it's like, if I watch a video for more than three seconds, my whole For You page is all the same thing. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to see any more of this. So I'm skipping, skipping, skipping. But I mean, it's uh, it's pretty wild. I would my For You page is now about Bunny, Roman Reigns, wrestling, and every once in a while something super random. See, I have yeah. I have two TikTok uh, profiles, and I try to keep my the wrestling stuff off of my personal one. Right. Somehow, it's full of it now, so... <sighs> <laughs> follows me everywhere. Follows me I posted everywhere. a I posted an outtake today and it's doing so well and I wasn't expecting it. I loved it. Because I posted it was that I, not funny. I loved it. <laughs> I posted it. I, I posted it on Twitter just to like post it and then I saw how well it was doing on Twitter. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get it because we edited it out of yeah. our interview, but I had the original file of the interview and I'm like, yeah. this is too funny to keep people from seeing it. Like, yeah. like he. Bro, he lost it. He broke all character. So I posted it on my own, on my own platforms, and he's doing very well. You know what I love most about that moment? Um, it wasn't it wasn't from your video for, per se, but Sean Ross, his his face when that was happening in the, yeah. back, in the background of his video, yeah, and then seeing your video from like a different perspective of that happening, like. And then I the saw another, room. another person. Did you see the video of Go to Wrestling Inc. Cheap plug? Yeah. They have the actual moment of when the street profits were doing that. Yeah. But everybody stopped and people yeah. started either taking a video or, or like you saw my video, we're just staring at them laughing because, yep. and they did that for Nick, they went crazy, but they did that for every single interview. The energy level that they have is insane. Every interview crazy. they were screaming, we're going to Mania. They had the same <laughs> happiness, the same, like, yeah. I was very impressed with the level of almost a little too much, because I was very early in the morning. If you've yeah. been to a media junket from WWE, you know that they do them very early in the morning. So I was like, what coffee did they give this guy? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mean, God. You, you asked Austin Theory, like, whatever they gave him. <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was just funny because I posted that. And I posted it at a weird time. And, I, and yeah. I'm a big believer of follow the times that people tell you to post at. And, yep. and he's still doing well on TikTok. So I'm happy about that. But TikTok is like a gamble with me. Like, I don't know what's going to do well and what's not going to do well. Yeah. It's the same with YouTube. If you have subscribers, you know you're going to get a certain amount of views no matter what. But a lot of times it doesn't go into the recommended page. It's just your subscribers watching it. Yeah. No, but I mean... Listen, I was on Instagram and every, every every social platform I went on, I saw you doing an interview, whether it was Austin Theory, Street Profits, Bianca Belair, Titus O'Neil, Dominic Mysterio. You were I gotta every, tell you, you I gotta tell everywhere. you, Dominic Mysterio was my favorite interview of the entire weekend. Really? He, he did it in Spanish and there was like uh um, that some people had like a suspicion that he didn't speak Spanish. Joey, he spoke yeah. better Spanish than me. 
I speak Spanglish. He spoke it very clear, but he stayed in character. And you know what my favorite thing about it was? When the street prophet screamed in the background of our interview, yep. he said, if they were in jail, they wouldn't survive if they screamed like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> he was so he was so good. He was like, I, I shouldn't be biased. We shouldn't say that. But if I got to tell you one that I enjoyed or laughed at the most, definitely, without a doubt, Dominic Mysterio killed it for me. No, no, it it was so cool just seeing every everywhere I opened, you popped up with all. It was just, it was awesome to see. I'm, I'm proud of you for Thank that. You. It, was, it was uh. Thank you. You got to give flowers when you can. You know. You know, I'm a big fan of that. We talked about that before about yeah. just telling people how much you appreciate their work when they're still here because you never know. Yeah, and then to top off the night, seeing you ask Cody Rhodes questions, the big question, <laughs> bro, by the way, bro, with, the, with the, the way that mic in your hand. The way that fun. everybody picked on me because I asked him about Roman, and I'm like, I mean, first of all, I get Congrats it. On the Rumble, biggest, but Roman. I, yeah, right. Everybody's like, yo, you kill his vibe because everybody was like, welcome back. How did you feel this? And I'm like, he won the Rumble. They asked Rhea. Somebody asked Rhea, hey, you got a choice to make, you know? And I'm yeah. sitting here, there's no choice for you, bro. <laughs> like, it's yeah. made. But because I'm the biggest Roman, chill. Like, that's what yeah. they call me everywhere. Of course, like, people, as soon and I knew, I started seeing my phone light up, and I'm like, oh, God, yeah. everybody's going to give me so much shit. And, like, people were like, dead taxes. Isa talking about Roman Reigns. <laughs> Let me tell you, I love, I love seeing Cody do those media scrums. He was just. My God. He, he, he put Denise on the spot. He was like, why are you yelling at me? Like, <laughs> I, you know, and I know we're pop culture, but I have so much. I got to tell you something. I, I I hadn't been with him in a media situation yet because I didn't do the yeah. AW media when he was still there. He is made for WWE. The way he carries himself, the way he answers that. the questions. And um, another thing that I really respected, he looks right at you. When you are the one that asks that question, he's talking to you. Like, you forget that you're not... I thought the entire time that he was answering me that question about Roman Reigns, and you forget that you're in a live environment yeah. because that's how he treats you. And he really is aware of all of us. When Nick got up to ask him a question, I don't know if you caught that part, he said, I know who each and every one of you yeah. are because he's very aware of the wrestling media and what we do for them and how we, you know, speak about them and all that, which our people made fun of me because they were like, you saw it in his face as soon as you got up. He knew what you were going to ask. <laughs> but... Cody Rose is so well media trained. And I tell people, WWE is such a machine. And Triple H talked about this during yeah. his interview where he's like, I'll put what we do against anyone, any company, and I know that we'll do it better. They give all of these people media training. They give yeah. them everything. And they also capitalize on it. They start seeing who are the ones that are killing it on media. And you're going to see a lot of times we go to these events and sometimes we get the same people a couple of times. You want to know why? Because they know those are the people that are going to do what needs to be done at these yeah. media events. They get media training. They learn how to speak. Like, but Cody the, goes an extra step. Level. Like he put over the, he's the only one who drank the freaking Mountain Dew. We talked about Mountain Dew for the last month. He's sitting on the table and nobody is aware of it until he comes out and drinks it. Yep. He he comes out in the suit. This guy just won the Rumble. He got I beat up. Which I like I liked how Rhea came out too because Rhea won it from number one. She had a bigger and more harder journey than what Cody did. So I like that she yeah. came out still looking beat up in her gear. Like, yep. yo, I'm in pain. This is how you're going to get me. But Cody knows how to present himself. And I just yep. never seen a bad Cody interview or a bad Cody media appearance. And he always, yeah. he has the room laughing. Like, I'm like, this guy is it. Like, he is it's an interviewer's dream. It, it just... <laughs> yep. Yeah. He did, he did an excellent job. You guys all did an excellent job. 
Uh, no, Maybe was, for the next one, you'll be out there with us, Joey. Who knows? You know, <laughs> times are funny. You never know what will happen. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll, I'll, I'll switch the card so you sit next to me at the press box. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I think that we kind of covered everything for today. Uh, any shows? I know you didn't really have much time to watch anything, so I wasn't going to ask, but. I haven't had time to watch absolutely nothing. I, I'm still the only one that I keep up with is the challenge. And to make it through this week's episode of the challenge, I literally carried my, my iPad around the hotel room while I was getting ready to go from one event to the next. It took me like three sits down to watch the whole thing. I haven't had time, but I'm hoping that once I decide to take a day off, I'll get caught up on some things. Yeah. I'm excited for Cocaine Bear. I know that sounds stupid, but it's coming out this <laughs> week. I think it looks good and I want to see it. Uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't really had time to like watch anything if i'm being honest with you guys you guys can go watch my interviews that's what you can watch but yeah go on instagram <laughs> twitter tiktok isa just pops up everywhere so <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I haven't really watched anything and been a little busy this gonna, last week so we're gonna have you and i gonna have to take two hours of every week where we watch something so we have something to talk about because you know yeah. we're setting up for wrestlemania season and as wrestling content creators as well this is like the playoffs for us and sometimes yep. you forget about other tv shows because we're so focused on wrestling that yep. i think i'm gonna start making like a two hour on thursdays where i just go and watch something else just to disconnect oh i did start watching a show last week uh, it's called Fire Country. It's on Paramount Plus. I might have. Told I heard you about guys, it. I heard about it. I might have told you guys on the show last week. Um, it's a really interesting show. So it's mm-hmm. about a guy who's incarcerated, and to get time taken off of his sentence, he can enter into a, pro- a redemption program where he becomes a firefighter in training, um, and they take time off of his his sentence. Okay. Um, well, he accepts to go into the training program. They take him to his hometown. He doesn't know that where he's going. The program is in his hometown where his mom and dad are the fire chiefs. And oh my God. <laughs> and nobody knows what's happening uh, until there's, there's, there's rumblings that he's back and no one knows what's going on. They finally reunite and it's a whole, there's drama, comedy, there's all this stuff around it. And you basically see this guy um, be around his family, but really not be around his family in right. in a role of a uh, an inmate. And you see him his whole life change. It's it's, it's a really there's a couple episodes. It sounds where, super interesting. It was there was a couple episodes where I was in I was a little uh, teary eyed. Um, it gets mm. you a little bit, and then there's some that are funny. But it's 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 a really good show. It's on Paramount Plus uh, called Fire Country. I don't Part know the main Plus characters. is killing it with some they of their are. exclusive content. They are. There's a Jeremy Renner show on there as well that's apparently really, really highly rated mm-hmm. I want to catch. Um, but no, the main character of Fire Country, if you look it up, you'll know who the guy is. I don't know his name, um, but what I can tell you is that he was like the little emo boy from the movie The Pacifier with Vin Oh, Diesel. I know who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just Googled yeah. it. I know exactly who he is. I don't know his name, but I recognize that face immediately. He's like a Disney child star. I don't re- I don't remember yeah. his name, but like he's a he's a grown up now and uh, he grew up, huh? He's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he don't look emo no more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like he could like eat eat Mark Wahlberg or something. I don't know. <laughs> good guy. Well, that's good to know. I'll check it out. Yeah. That actually sounds interesting. Really good show. And uh, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
I think that kind of sums it up for today. We went a little over what we normally do, but you know, there's so many things going on in uh, Isis world and the pop culture world. We have to get a, we have to get the inside scoop. So <laughs> not be weird to do that. Um, but for everybody tuning in, listening, uh, thank you once again for for uh, being engaged in the chat. Um, you can always get those super chats uh, in at kynchats.com uh, if you're not live. And uh, again, if you haven't already, please subscribe down below, like the video, and comment maybe something that you think that we can touch on next week uh, or something that you loved from this video that we can continue doing. Uh, so again, Isa, as always, thank you for your time. And, no, thank uh, you, Joey. I love talking with you every Tuesday. And we will see you guys uh, all next week. Adios. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.